Thriving in today's fast-paced world of change and disruption requires innovation. Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast that explores the ins and outs of innovation with raw stories, real insights, and practical advice from the best and brightest in the world of startups and innovation. Each week, we'll bring you the latest ideas in lean startup, design thinking, corporate venture capital, and more. Now, let's get started. So, Brian, when we were at the Lean Labs uh, New York City Summit uh, recently, uh, we got an opportunity to sit down and talk with Scott Childs uh, from Capital One uh, and specifically how they're using uh, the Google-inspired five-day design sprint process to help inform their, their innovation at Capital One. Yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things that we uh, found out at that conference. We talked to a lot of different people and how they're using uh, a variety of different methods to test and iterate on new products. And uh, so we had a chance to talk to Scott, and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about how he got going and how do they, uh, how do they use this particular process. But I think before we jump into the interview, why don't we talk a little bit about what is the five-day design sprint and give some context for our listeners. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's many different colors of it, and people have taken uh, this and, and crafted it into their own. But in general, when people are talking about five-day design sprints, what they're referring to is a very fast way to iterate through focusing on a problem, coming up with a multitude of solutions, narrowing down to a solution, coming up with a prototype or something that you can show people, and then going out and doing some experimentation around that, all within a five-day window that allows you to hopefully get to some sort of new understanding or new learning about a potential way to solve a new problem for somebody. And I think what a lot of people like about this particular process is the fact that it forces you to, uh, again, identify the problem, uh, work through a variety of solutions, and actually create something that can be validated in the real world. So it doesn't have to be completely built out, but it gives uh, an opportunity to get real market feedback faster than the traditional way of building a product where you come up with your features, you take five months to build a product, and you eventually launch that to the world. I think you're right. All right, cool. Let's get into the interview. Cool. Yeah, so it's really exciting what we do, and the process that we talked about today was our design sprint process, which was heavily influenced by uh, the Google Ventures model. So a quick five-day process of how do you go from unpacking a a problem with our business partners to on day five having um, come back from user research with customers and starting to approach what are the what are the insights that we learn and where do we want to go from here and what it really does a good job with is it kind of forces everybody to really sit in a room together and just say like we're going to take these five days and we're going to attack the problem and we're going to see what we come up with and it's you know in a big corporate environment like everybody's kind of looking for the answers and like what's the solution and what's the thing that we can take to to market and you know we have to be really clear when we start that to say like on day five, after we've gone through kind of ideation and collaborative sketching and kind of prototyping and things like that, we're going to land on day five with a perspective. And, you know, that's a perspective that, you know, maybe that is the right choice or maybe it's something that we just need to go and further explore. But it really does a good job of condensing that time. So now this is no longer a project that may uh, wander out in the desert for months. You know, it's a thing like we we push everything together. It's a couple days, and you know, we at the end of it, we know where we stand, and that's a really great thing to also take back to executive leadership because we can say like, we've attacked it. This is a perspective. 
And that's a really nice time to say, like, the perspective kind of says the human need is just not there. Um, or the perspective is to kind of say, like, it's different. Like, where would you like to go from here? So you've been doing this for a couple months, 18 months or so, in, in like, doing these design sprints and that. So what are some of the kind of the uh, insights that you could recommend to a, a new corporate group that's trying to implement this in their in their own environment? What are some of the lessons learned in the first two years of you doing this? Oh, there's so many. Uh, I mean, I think the first one is, like, you really have to plan for it. Um, and that, you know, it kind of seems obvious on the surface. Um, I think what we saw early on was we were looking at it as, like, well, this is a five-day thing. Like, we can kind of wing it. And, like, you can't wing it. Like, those are five, eight-hour chunks of people's time that you've got to keep them occupied. So... Um, getting really tight in your planning up front and making sure like, you know, you've got your days planned out. Um, you've kind of got all your upfront research as far as starting to really crisp in um, the human need, the business value. How are you writing your how might we's and problem statements and stuff like that. Um, doing all that up front really, really goes a long way into kind of the successful sprint. Um, I think there's also just the understanding like it's kind of chaos. Like we're still like... <laughs> Even though I think we've gotten pretty good at them, we're still very much making them up as we go along. Um, and I think there's also really a big angle of just knowing how to kind of work the room and play mm -hmm. facilitator because, and like I mentioned in the talk, like there are people that are going to be very resistant to this way of thinking and just kind of, you know, knowing like these are the people I need to kind of hook into and try to draw closer into the group. So as part of that planning process, like getting the folks that are going to be part of the process kind of engaged earlier, or do you kind of drop them into the five-day sprint and then see what happens? It's a little bit of both. So, you know, we work really tightly with the product and kind of the business stakeholders to really pull them in. So when we hit day one, like, they're very much immersed in it. Um, as far as some of the participants, like, that, that seems to vary, especially on the first day because we invite, you know, as large a group as realistically possible. So there's a lot of people that are coming in that may really not know about a lot about what's going on, not know a ton about it, but that's really helpful because they're coming at it with a completely fresh perspective. Do you invite customers to that first day or is it kind of uh, customer advocates that then kind of work for the group or, or position for the group? It's really customer advocates that are positioned for the group, people that, you know, potentially have existing research and customer perspective. Um, we are talking to real humans on day four <laughs> yeah. of the process. Um, I think it would be fascinating to actually bring in, like, just human beings off the street. I think that's, that's a little bit of a bigger, weirder kind of NDA yeah. type of knot that we would have to untie, but I think it's a fascinating idea. So what are the, some of the things that you got out of uh, Scott's interview that you really liked that our audience should think deeply about? One of the big things that sticks with me is, is there's this fine line between winging it, as he talked about, and having almost too much structure in one of these days. So right. you need good facilitation, which is kind of in the middle here, meaning that you're trying to get through a lot of stuff in five days. And so you need to make sure that you have a pretty good plan and that you have somebody who's helping guide along so that you're not spending too much time, which is what corporations do way too often, is spend way too much time deliberating on what's the right decision. Yeah. You know, the five-day design sprint is much more about making decisions than it is always what the right decision is. Yeah. And so uh, you need to leave some flexibility in there, yet make sure that you're moving things along. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the great thing about the five-day design sprint is, again, it, this is something you can do the five days after <laughs> and, and iterate on the second portion of it or mm -hmm. a different problem. Mm -hmm. So, it's again, it's more like a, uh, a methodology and lifestyle to test and iterate and, and build some stuff. Sure. What, what did you take out of the interview? I think the biggest thing that I took from it is the fact that um, you have to have a lot of people involved in the process, or, the, or you should have a lot of people involved mm -hmm. in the process, especially early when you're trying to understand the core problems that you're trying to surface um, so that you have something to work with, and then you can start iterating to figure out are you on the right path. But if you don't have um, the right context for what you're trying to build in the first place, I think it can be a problem. Well, that's it for another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Special thanks to our guests for being on the show this week. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please do reach out and uh, talk to us on Twitter at the IO Podcast. Uh, visit us online at, at uh, InsideOutside.io. And uh, if you have 30 seconds, go over to iTunes, uh, leave a review, and you can subscribe there as well. We'd love to hear from you, and until next time, go out and innovate.